you're listening to Coffee Talk with Father Brad. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, To you who hear, I say, Love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. To the person who strikes you on one cheek, offer the other one as well. And from the person who takes your cloak, do not withhold even your tunic. Give to everyone who asks of you. And from the one who takes what is yours, do not demand it back. Do to others as you would have them do to you. For if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do the same. If you lend money to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners and get back the same amount. But rather, love your enemies and do good to them, and lend expecting nothing back. Then your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High, for He Himself is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. Stop judging, and you will not be judged. Stop condemning, and you will not be condemned. Forgive. You will be forgiven. The gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Accidentally left the last part out. (laughs) Did y'all notice that? I'll finish it as y'all sit down. Give, (laughs) and gifts will be given to you. A good measure, packed together, shaken down, and overflowing, will be poured into your lap. For the measure with which you measure will be return, will in turn be measured out to you. Messed that one up. Sorry. Um, but it's because I got stuck on that word forgiven. I was just like, man, this is just, this is where we need to stop. Forgiven. Because if you want to be forgiven, you got to forgive. And all of us want to be forgiven. We're all sinners. Raise your hand if you're a sinner. Good. I think it was some people didn't raise their hand. That's interesting. Man, immaculate conceptions here. We're, we're, we all need forgiveness. Forgiveness is what is how you live out the highest level of love, especially when it's forgiveness when someone doesn't ask for forgiveness. When they don't say they're sorry. Because true love, the highest level of love, is a type of love that doesn't get anything back. It's easy to be nice to people when you're going to get something from them. But that's not really love. That's just politics. I scratch your back, you scratch my back. That's not love. I scratch your back even whenever I don't get anything back. That's love. 
and forgiveness, especially the hard type of forgiveness when it's when somebody has hurt us and they don't even they're not even sorry. That's the highest level of love. Jesus says in today's gospel, powerful. If you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do the same. Everyone's going to do that. If you lend money to those from whom you accept repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do the same. And they get back the same amount. Love your enemies. Those who aren't even reconciled to you. It takes two people to be reconciled. It only takes one person to forgive. And forgiveness is where healing begins. Forgiveness is where it's at. It is February. I said every Sunday that I preached, I was going to highlight a black Catholic, Black History Month, for Black History Month. Today is not an American Catholic. It's an African Catholic. St. Josephine Paquita, who was born in 1869 in Darfur, what is now Western Sudan, known as Western Sudan. She was born to a prestigious family of the Daju tribe. But Josephine Bakita was not her birth name. Bakita is the Arabic nickname given to her by her captors and her enslavers. See, she was so young when she was taken and enslaved that the trauma of it made her forget her name, made her forget her family. Made her forget everything before that moment. So all she knew, and this is the, the, the crazy part, all she knew was enslavement. She didn't even know her name, so they named her Paquita, which is Arabic for lucky or fortunate. So they made her walk 600 miles. They sold her twice. She ended up with a, a bad family or a cruel owners who beat her every day and put over 114 decorative scars on her on her body, her stomach, her arm her breast and these scars were cut into her and not just cut deeply but in order to make sure they scarred to mark her as theirs it would put salt in the wound I can't even handle hydrogen peroxide on my bobos Josephine Paquita took that 114 scars and it should have any normal person it should have scarred their heart but we'll see it didn't in 1885 Josephine found herself a slave of an Italian family who returned home to Italy so she went to Italy now in Italy it was illegal slavery is illegal at that time and so whenever they wanted to go back she said no (laughs) No, I want to be free. I want to live in my human dignity. What's given to me by God and no one else can take that from me. And they actually tried to fight her on this and brought her to court. And the court sided with Josephine because, because it's illegal. So she found herself an adult, a grown adult. Like the first time she had freedom and what she do? She immediately gave her freedom away in the form of unfreedom. But from her heart, she had the freedom to do that, and she became a religious. She was baptized, she was confirmed, catechized by the sisters that she had uh, been associated with, the Kenosian sisters. And then she became a religious sister. She took the first name Josephine after St. Joseph. She kept Bakita. 
because she was fortunate. She found herself fortunate. Josephine, when asked later in her life, she was this really profound, wise sister. And people in Italy would come to her and they'd ask her for advice. They'd ask her for spiritual direction. And one student once asked her, what would you say, what would you do in the face of your captors? If you've, you know, you've been here in Italy, you've been free, you're a religious sister, you, you've grown in holiness, what would you say now to them? And this shows the power of forgiveness because it's not ours to forgive. Like, we can't do it. You can't do it. She said this, if I were to meet the slave traders who kidnapped me and even those who tortured me, I would kneel and kiss their hands. For if that did not happen, I would not be a Christian and a religious today. The Lord has loved me so much. We must love everyone. We must be compassionate. She kissed their hands. You can't, you can't have this as a human being. You can't just naturally have this. This isn't the type of forgiveness that we can have. This is God speaking through her. Was she supporting slavery? Absolutely not. What she, was, what she was supporting is forgiveness. She was supporting, she had every reason to hate everybody. She had every reason to close off her heart. She had every reason to be bitter and angry. And instead she was set free by her forgiveness. When we hold a grudge and refuse to forgive, when we live in hatred towards those who have hurt us and oppress us, you know who loses? We lose. The person who oppressed us doesn't lose. You think they care? They're off oppressing and hurting other people. The only thing that's going to convert them is forgiveness. And they don't care. When you hold a grudge, you lose. We become slaves to our own hatred. We continue to give power to our pressures. This is the great paradox. Ever thought about this? Like, when we hold grudges, when we don't forgive, when we withhold forgiveness, whether it's family member, work person, person we had at school, whatever person we grew up with, we grew up with, our cousin, when we withhold forgiveness, we give them power. We give them power. Over two years now in Vashri, right, I've, I've gone to houses and I've met people that like, and y'all are here, right? So there's people preaching the choir, but I, I just don't, I can understand it, but I, I just see the, the tragedy in it. Like someone not going to mass because a priest messed up. A priest was vicious and horrible and yelled at him in a confession or worse. And like saying, I'm not going to mass anymore. What are you doing? You're giving them too much power. Why are you letting this priest control you? And maybe this is what you need to have in your arsenal, in your heart, whenever your family members who like aren't going to mass because they've been hurt by people in the pews or whatever, by that person who sits in the, that pew or that pew or the priest back in the day. Why are you giving them power? Why are you letting them control you? Why are you letting them control your relationship with God? 
The only thing that will set you free, that will set your family members free, us free, is forgiveness. The power of forgiveness. St. Josephine Bakita knew that and she was free. She was free to love. She was free to let go. To not be a slave to her own hatred. She didn't have it. She let God forgive through her. If you're on the fence, but whether you should forgive, pushing off, get off the fence. Let yourself be set free.